welcome to Mother Puckers, episode 23, the first and only podcast for hockey moms by a hockey mom, and that's me, Julie Bardownski. Well, it looks like rinks are opening up all around the country. That's exciting for a lot of people. Did a little polling on uh, who's excited, who's nervous, who's, you know, not nervous, and it looks like from just a small, small little sampling, got about 12 very nervous folks, going to keep things status quo, going to stay inside. And then there were 43 that are not nervous in the least. And some of the statements that I'll share with you is one who's on the not nervous because they have an ER doc on their son's team in Illinois and has treated many COVID patients. The doc says he'd sign a waiver to get his kid back on the ice if that helps because he's all for it. So she was alleviated in her concerns. Up in uh, Canada, they're still closed, except for those areas that don't have very many cases or none at all. So they're comfortable with it. It might have been different in their thoughts if there had been higher cases. But their kid came off the ice after 12 weeks saying it felt so good to be back and he had missed his second home. Got a family that's got a high-risk house, so it makes things tricky. Rings have been open in their area for a while, but as a family, they don't have a plan to return yet, still evaluating on a daily basis. They know that the impact that it's having on their son, and they're weighing that as they go. Another one with another uh, risk factors, just again, trying to balance being smart and stay safe while enjoying the life that they have. So that's part of it. You know, you want to stay safe. As with anything in life that has risks, you want to stay safe, try to mitigate the risk as much as you can, but you still have to live. And on that note, I'll end with a great statement uh, from a mama up in Michigan saying, back on, so excited, there are risks to everything in life, but what's the point if you don't live? The collateral damage from this extended isolation for some is just as bad as what we are trying to prevent. Bottom line, you can't stop a virus from spreading. Eventually, everyone will be exposed. The purpose of isolation was only to slow the spread, so the healthcare system was slash is better able to handle the most severe cases. Does she feel it's scary? Absolutely. Does she want her child to be fr- afraid to live, to travel, to see the people he cares about? Absolutely not. We will practice safety and good hygiene, but the ch- that changes nothing for us. We always have. My kid is smiling again, and so are his parents. So wherever you are on your decisions, more power to you. Stay strong. Either way, be safe, be healthy, be sane with it all. And as with anything health-related, it is personal. It is a personal choice. So do what makes you feel sane and works with your family. And hopefully soon we'll have all the knowledge that we need so we can do what we need to do to live that life that we were all living so happily before I had ever heard of Wuhan, China. Sorry, I'm not an expert on that part of the world. I have a funny little response to Minnesota Hockey's announcement that they are working with state officials around putting hockey in a lower risk category for covid Right now, 
Hockey is deemed high risk, but basketball is low risk. So basketball in Minnesota continues, but hockey does not. I'm sure it's you know, number of players comparatively are much higher on the hockey side than on the basketball side. But, but who knows? Either way. So so one of the one of the hockey moms up in Minnesota, one of those mother puckers responded with telling the hockey world to be patient is a big ask. We're a little vocal, which really leads me into what this episode is all about. We've got a short episode this week because This subject actually deserves its own episode dedicated to it, and it's called the Teppanyahi Fight Club. I've been waiting until the right time to share one of the most fun and funny and purely defines hockey moms and hockey parents experience that we had with our team our first season together, and We've all we all know when we refer to the Teppanyahi Fight Club what it actually means. And I happen to have all of the players at one bar a couple of weekends ago, except for one who had decided to move to Florida. Thanks, Deb. And I decided to record us telling the story since we had everybody there, and that's what you're gonna hear. And it's just a really fun a really fun, crazy experience that we had that will be a forever, forever, forever memory. And I'll just put this disclaimer that no one was actually hurt in the following scenario that happened at the Teppanyahi Fight Club. So we're at a bar after an afternoon of hockey. And we've got all the players for a story that happened that will go down in history as one of the greatest stories for a hockey mom to experience. So we're going to share it with you because we've got everybody who's here ready to go. I'll set the stage. We were in a tournament in a state north of where we currently are. And we had the boys out to go to a bocce steakhouse. The boys were all at one table and all the parents were at another table, but there was a table in between us of just random people. And we were celebrating one of the boys' birthdays, and um, the boys were actually being pretty good, and I had just looked over at them, saying, wow, they're actually being pretty quiet and good, because they were only, what, 11 at that time? They were young, maybe even 10? Yeah. They... And I looked back and I happened to catch one of our mamas, who's the sweetest hockey mom that you will ever come across. And I caught a glimpse of the glare and daggers coming out of her eyes across to the table where the the people that weren't with us were sitting. And I followed her glance, or glare I should say, and looked at this woman. And all I heard our hockey mom say was, you don't say that about our boys. And then I looked across at the woman who, who, and across from me was another hockey mama, Jen. And I saw her stand up and I saw the woman stand up and I'm all the way on the other side. And I'm like, ooh, they need my backup. So I had to get up, climb over other hockey mama's dads, go around the corner. And Jen, tell us what's happened first when you started talking with that hockey mom or that uh, non-hockey mom who was yelling at our boys. Well, 
I said, do you have a problem with our boys? And she replied, yes, they're animals. And I, I pushed away from the table and my chair kind of flew backwards. And I stood up and I said, do you have a problem with our kids? And she at that point stood up too. And I said, let's go. So by the time I got over to Jen to back her up, there was definite, loud, verbal accostings going between the two of them. Our husbands were seated, and that's, let's, let's play this out. So Jen's husband is what? How tall are you, Ken? Six, six five. And my husband's good six foot. Ken was seated in some sort of a baby chair where it looked like he was maybe 5'2 sitting at the table and this was behind us we had no idea what was going on because we were focused on the woman in front of us and the mom whose son's birthday we were celebrating hopped up and came over and was trying to do everything to placate the situation. She offered to buy her dinner, you know, and the, and the owners of the Tepanyahi Steakhouse where we were came over and they're looking at us with checks, you know, like, you know, 50 people compared to the two in the couple of the, the, the mean, what do we want to call them? The queen and her yeah, date, queen and her date. And so then I remember you said something to her that then she kick her ass. Yeah. Wait, what? I told her I'd kick her ass. And then what happened? Her husband stood up and said, You don't wanna you don't want none of this. You don't want none of this. Uh -huh. The husband stood up. Uh -huh. So then Ken, <laughs> Ken's sitting behind and the reason why we know all this is because we've got a videotape. One of our dads videotaped it. <laughs> And, and 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 Deb is trying to buy them dinner, and I'm looking at Deb, and I'm like, oh hell no, we are not buying them dinner. This we are taking care of them. They are going to be leaving here because this is this is not cool. How they were, she was this woman. She was just awful. And and when Deb offered to buy them buy her dinner, she's like, I make more money than all of you combined. And I looked at her and I said, maybe on your back. You did say that, and I probably said, not with your Michael Kors purse. <laughs> yes. And so then the, then the boyfriend stands up, and, the, and so then Ken behind, Ken's standing behind, and finally he has to stand up, so all six foot five of Ken stands up next to this 5'10 guy, <laughs> and the guy just looks like, oh, crap, and he sits back he sits down. I'll tag somebody else in. Him, him and his gold chain. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Down at the other side of the table yelling at him. Not so Red. tough now, are you? <laughs> and so finally the owners came and they kicked that couple full on out. Full on. They were out. And they did everything they could to make us happy. <laughs> she was a very tall woman, too. She was very tall. Very tall. Remember when she said, I make more money than all of you put yeah. together? Well, yeah, that's what I responded with. Yeah, maybe on your back. And then she said, I'll be outside. <laughs> and that's when I said, because she was so tall, I said, no, I don't fight tweens. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, it, and we, it will forever be known as the Tepanyahi Fight Club. Yeah. You might want to make yeah. a note on there that sitting next to you is perspiring. Yes! <laughs>
the one who started it all, the one whose honor that we were defending. <laughs> We've got all the players here. We'll put the video on my website. I'll get you the video. Yeah, that is one of the best, best stories and nights ever. Yeah. You know, and she was like, your kids are animals. She was like, your kids are animals. And I was like, you have a problem with our kids? Yeah. And it went crazy. And so what happened to your chair and your purse? My chair went, I pushed away from the table a little bit hard. Uh-huh. And the chair went flying in my purse, no. and the contents went everywhere. And Carrie, yeah. love her, yes. was picking all of it up, making sure I got my stuff, because my lip gloss is expensive. <laughs> so. <laughs> and while, while her husband is just chiming in, not he's, so tough yes, now. <laughs> he's over there. Absolutely. It was a full, it was a full team effort. It was an effort. It's effort. effort. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was because she was a big chick. Not yeah. And she had a mouth. And apparently she makes a lot of money. Apparently. With Michael Kors. Michael Kors. They're so expensive. So expensive. <laughs> I'm going to remember up, that when I go money. Christmas shopping now. <laughs> hey, you've given me a Michael Kors before. That's because you said you wanted it. <laughs> that's the, you think I would have figured that out? <laughs> that's only because Chanel and Gucci weren't on our mind then. Well, there you have it. See, no one got hurt, but it's so funny. It, it was just, it was just so funny how the sweetest mama in the world, who was literally sitting next to me while we were retelling the story and perspiring for fear that she was going to be on on the on the uh, audio, but how that sweet woman's glare and I followed her glare and then watched Jen get up and how your instincts just take over to protect and we all did and it was just it was one of those things that's going to go down in history I will put the video up it's pretty funny and you can see Deb whose son's birthday we were celebrating <laughs> trying to placate things because she's so sweet she wanted to make sure everything was fine wanted to make it perfect for her son and I just wasn't going to let that happen I just pulled her away I'm like no you are not going to be buying them dinner and she was so sweet trying to make that happen and one of the funny things in the video that I didn't realize you see one of our dads you know sitting right right in front of us and he's looking around looking around and I will have another story down the road where I backed him up in another altercation. I seem to be our team backup. At least that means I'm not the instigator. So, I would, and most people would probably have thought the difference, or the, would have thought differently. But no, I'm not the instigator. I'm always backing people up. But just so that you know, if you're a friend of Julie Bardowski's, You've got backup. You're going to be able to buy Teppanyahi Fight Club t-shirts. Soon they will be available. Be sure to look for them. And you too could be part of the Mother Pucker crew who handles things well at the Teppanyahi Fight Club. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to share, rate, subscribe, and enjoy these episodes I appreciate you all so much. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Look forward to talking to you all next week. Got some exciting things coming. And I will see you at the rink.